0: You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Jean. Well, happy St. Patrick's Day. I don't have green on, but I do have my green Boston Celtics basketball signed by members of the team. Sometime we'll take time to tell the amazing story of St. Patrick, but today... We'll all just pretend we're Irish, okay? This weekend, we have another amazing uh, new At the Movies in our At the Movies lineup on all of our Eastside campuses. I can't say any more about what it is, but it's an At the Movies first. So bring a friend because you can only experience At the Movies on an Eastside campus. If you're joining us online, we'll have a special message uh, just for you. Well, these past few days, we've been looking to gain a deeper understanding of who the all-powerful, all-loving God of the Bible is. Elohim is the first name the Bible uses to describe God. But in Exodus 3, we see the first name that God uses to describe himself. And being commissioned by God through a burning bush to go Seek the release of the Israelites from Pharaoh. Moses says to God in Exodus 3 uh, Suppose I go to the Israelites. I'm not saying yes, but hypothetically speaking, God, if I were to do this, and suppose I go and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? then what shall I tell them? Now, this is the first time in recorded history that anyone has asked God to see some ID. This is the first time in history God has ever used a name to describe himself. God says, okay, here's what you tell them. Exodus three fourteen. I am who I am. This is what you're to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. Now, the name that God used here in scripture for God would have looked like our four letters Y-H-V-H to the Hebrew people. Classic Hebrew had no vowels, which wasn't a problem because ancient Jews never even said the word. It was too holy. But when they wrote it, they added the vowels from another Hebrew name for God, Adonai, and they came up with Yahweh or Jehovah. It's used 6,823 times in the Old Testament. You say, well, I've never seen it. Actually, anytime you've seen the word Lord, L-O-R-D, in all capital letters in the Bible, it's this word. In English, I am translates to the verb be or I be. God says to Moses, when somebody asks you who sent you, just tell them I am. I have always been. I always will be. Just tell them. B sent you. I am in control. I am running the planet. I am the owner of everything. I am the Lord. I am the Creator and Sustainer of life. I am more than enough. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I am inexhaustible and immeasurable. I am that I am, and that is who I am. And if God is, I am, what does that mean for you? What does that mean for me? It means this, I am not. Maybe we all ought to wear a little name tag that says, hello, I am not. He is the center of the universe. I am not. He is in control. I am not. He's all powerful. I am not. He is genius. I am not. He is full of unfailing love. I am not. He is holding all things together. I am not. He is God. I am not. The bigger I make myself, the smaller I make God. But when I realize just how small I really am, I can see just how huge God is. And as a result, he fills me with bigger faith, bigger strength, bigger peace, bigger security, because he is God and I am not. God help us to remember today to humble ourselves, to not get overinflated, to be full of pride, to make ourselves the center of our universe. But you are the God who has always been the God who is, and the God who always will be. Thank you for being bigger, greater, grander. We love you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hey, tomorrow's Friday. Catch you then.